Hello, people of Earth and people of podcast listeners. Welcome to today's at-home midday movie madness. As always, a huge shout-out to all the hard-working people on the front line. Happy birthday today to TV actor Wenton Miller, Pink's daughter Willow Sage Hard, who's 10, rapper-actress Aquafina, actor Domina Cooper, and actor Justin Long. Tra-la-la! Today marks exactly four years since the superhero films Wonder Woman and the Captain Underpants, the first epic movie, came out in theaters. It's also the debut date for 2004's The Lovely, 2006's The Breakup, and 2010's Are We There Yet? Tomorrow, Melinda McCabe and Anna Kate, uh, Kate Anna Leonetti, First Lady Jill Biden, Anderson Cooper and deaf actor Sean Birdie all have birthdays. June 3rd also marks the debut dates for 1988's Big, the 2013 TV show The Fosters, and 2011's X-Men First Class. Now, I have a little confession to make. Last week, I forgot to mention that Melinda's brother Glenn and her sister-in-law Sarah had their fifth wedding anniversary on May 28th. Oops. Sabrina Grass, Vigo Spohn, who turns five, the late voice actress Judith Barcy, who voiced Anne Marie in All Dogs Go to Heaven and Ducky in The Land Before Time, Freddy Krueger himself, Robert Englund, have birthdays. June 6th is also the debut date for the Sex and City TV show, 2014's The Fault in Our Stars. 2008's Kung Fu Panda, and 1997's Con Air. Happy Pride Month! Congratulations to all the LGBTQ films Hollywood has embraced with open arms, like Brokeback Mountain, 1997's In-N-Out, The Danish Girl, Hedwig and the Angry Itch, The Favorite, Boys Don't Cry, 2016's Moonlight, 1996's Bound, uh, and many, many others. Also, a huge shout-out to all the LGBTQ actors and actresses like Chris Colfer, Ellen DeGeneres, Elliot Page, Amanda Stenberg, Jane Lynch, Beanie Felstein, Justice Smith, Awilili Caravolo, Ben Platt, Ezra Miller, Lance Bass, Sarah Gilbert, Alton John, and many others who continue to make a difference in Hollywood. Speaking of Lance Bass, Today.com announced the former NSYNC singer and his husband, Michael Turchin, are going to be on dad duty times two. The couple, who married in 2014, are going to be first-time daddies to boy-girl twins later this year. The site said the two have been trying to become parents for years and have been through nine different do- egg donors, surrogacy attempts, field IVF treatments, they told the outlet. Bass said the couple's surrogate was pregnant with twins last year, but miscarriage. The pregnancy is extra special for the couple since Churchin is also a boy-girl twin. After an egg retrieval, the dads-to-be each fertilized half the eggs and ended up with two healthy embryos. While their official due date is in early November, Bass hopes the twins arrive just a little early just in time to be Halloween babies. They have no choice but to love Halloween because I'm obsessed and they're going to be obsessed, he said. 
Unfortunately, we lost some stars recently. Faceoff and Camp Nowhere star Romney Walthall, Love Boat and Mary Tyler Moore actor Gavin McLeod, award-winning country singer B.J. Thomas, and Joe Laura all went to the pearly gates this past weekend. It is also my sad duty to report the deaths of two other stars. 85-year-old Arlene Golanko, famed for playing Millie Swanson on Mayberry FRD, lost her battle with Alzheimer's yesterday. Variety.com stated that Robert Hogan, the TV actor who appeared in over 100 primetime shows, has died. He was 87. According to his family announcement in the New York Times, Hogan died due to complications from pneumonia in his home in Maine on May 27th. He had been living with vascular Alzheimer's disease since 2013. So sad, but alas, life must go on. This past weekend, it was reported that singer Usher is going to be a father for the fourth time. Bravo star Sailor Sora's little girl made her debut, and Mike, the situation Sorrentino, and his wife Lauren became parents. Plus, Katy Perry's little girl Daisy Duff is crawling and just got her first tooth. Calabunga Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fans, grab some pizza, because the famous pizza-chowering Cheryl's in a Half Shell are venturing back to the theaters in 2023. Variety.com declared the news yesterday, saying the CG animated reboot of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from Seth Rogen and Nickelodeon is heading to theaters on August 11, 2023, Rogen announced on Twitter. On Twitter, Rogan announced that the film's release date, along with the date of what appears to be a page from a young Leonardo's science notebook. The page makes jokes and references about his brothers and TMNT teammates Raphael, Michelangelo, and Donatello, and their friend April, their friend o- April O'Neil, their friend and reporter who has appeared in nearly every iteration of the franchise. Other than the image and... The fact that Jeff Rowe, co-director of Netflix's The Mitchells vs. the Machines, is at his home, uh, nothing else is really known about the project. On to the news. For months, theater owners have tried to get audiences back to theaters. And Paramount's horror sequel, A Quiet Place Part 2, which played just in theaters, has uh, apparently found a situation scaring the absolutely hell out of North American audiences. With a debut scare of 58 million, terrifying expectations and gaining the box office crown, the sequel to 2018's horror hit A Quiet Place is a fabulous start for a recovery for an incredibly wounded theater industry. The film, delayed countless times from its original March 2020 date, is the biggest pandemic-era domestic debut yet. The other big theatrical release last weekend, Disney's Cruella, also had a pretty solid debut. The film, which stars Emma Stone as the young, dastardly Cruella de Vil, took in about mm, 21.3 million fur coats here in the States. Not bad, considering consumers could also cough of 30 bones, I mean dollars, to watch the film at home on Disney+. Plus. Did you know that Emily Blunt 
said that she was reluctant to join the sequel at the beginning since she felt like she couldn't top the first film. But she was on board after she heard her husband, the film's writer and director, John Skarnsinski, pitch about the first bus scene. She also admitted that the first take of that scene is the one in the film. In reality, she was also terrified by the stunt, which had the bus coming at her at 40 miles an hour. Now, while the horror sequel beat Cruella this weekend, it must contend with another horror sequel, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, which comes to theaters in HBO Max June 4th, starring the talents of Patrick Wilson, Vera Farmiga, Ruari O'Connor, and Sarah Catherine Hook, the newest entry. In the Conjuring franchise, tells of paranormal activities, investigators Lorraine and Ed Warren's most sensational case, the chilling story of terror, an unknown evil, and murder, starts for the fight for the soul of a young boy, Arn Johnson, who claimed demonic possession in a murder case. This case takes the Warrens beyond anything they've ever seen. Can they prove he was really possessed? Unfortunately, the real-life Lorraine Warren, played by Vera Farmiga in the film's past of natural death on April 18, 2019, at 92 years old. She was an avid follower of the series, as well as a lead consultant on all the Conjuring Universe projects. And Chad Hayes and Carrie W. Hayes, the co-writers of the original Conjuring and 2013's, 2016's The Conjuring 2, didn't return to write this one. That would be David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick, the co-writer of Conjuring 2 and writer of the original screenplay for 2018's The Nun. Galloping into theaters is the American computer animated Adventure film, Spirit Untamed, starring the talents of Jake Yellenhule, Walton Goggins, El- Eliza Gogan- Gonzalez, and Julian Moore. Based on the Netflix animated TV series, Spirit Riding Free, it focuses on headstrong city girl Lus- Lucky Prescott, who's less than thrilled when her Aunt Coral, who has raised her since her mother's death, moved her to... Miradero, a small rural town near the wide open frontier to move with her father, Jim. Lucky is totally unimpressed with the sleepy town, but that change, but she changes her mind when she meets and bonds with Spirit, a wild Mustang who shares her independent thinking and befriends two local horseback riders. Prue Granger and Abigail Stone, when an evil horse rat irregular and his team plot to capture Spirit and his herd and auction them off to a life of hard labor and captivity, Lucky enlists her new friends and bravely goes on an amazing adventure to save Spirit. This animated feature film is the de- animated debut of Marseille Martin, Jacqueline Hule. Julianne Moore, Walter Gogans, and Eliza Gonzalez. This is also the very first theatrical release film to be based off a Netflix-exclusive series. 
Arriving at Netflix June 4th is the fantasy drama streaming series Sweet Tooth, based on Jeff Lemire's DC comic book of the same name, starring Kristen Covery, Nanso Anzonzi, and Adil Akatar and Will Forte. A decade ago, the Great Carumble virus had a devastating effect on the world, leading to the development of half-human, half-animal hybrid babies. Innumerable humans hunt and fear them, unclear if they're the cause or result of the virus. After a decade of living safely in his isolated forest home, sheltered dear boy Gus uninspectedly befriends traveling loner Jefford. Together, they'll set out on an extraordinary trek across the remnants of America for answers about the real meaning of home, Gus's history, and Jefford's backstory. But their story is full of unexpected foes and allies, and Gus quickly learns the lush world outside the forest is more complicated and dangerous than he could have imagined. This film is produced by Robert Downey Jr. and his wife, Susan Downey. It was first picked up by Hulu in 2018, but then later moved to Netflix during production. Coming to Netflix on June 3rd is Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon Eternal, the movie, a.k.a. Sailor Moon Eternal, the movie, part one and part two. This action-adventure anime stars the voices of Stephanie Shea, Amanda C. Miller, Veronica Taylor, Erica Mendez, Marie Cabanos, Robbie Damon, Laura Landa, Christine, Sandy Fox, and Jeremy Lay. Fighting evil by moonlight, winning love by daylight, never running from a real fight. She's the one named Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon, Sailor Mercury, Tuxedo Mask, Sailor Venus, Sailor Mars, and the rest of the Sailor Guardians are ready for their Netflix movie debut. The Guardians' latest adventure unfolds in April when Tokyo's cherry blossoms are in full bloom and the city is celebrating the century's biggest total solar eclipse as the new moon hides behind the sun and gradually dims the light. Usagi and Chibiusa meet Pegasus, who's looking for the chosen maiden who can break the golden crystal seal. Meanwhile, the mysterious troop called the Dead Moon Circus appears in town, intent on scattering nightmare incarnations to seize the legendary silver crystal to rule over the moon and the earth. This is the first Sailor Moon to be released in 26 years in the United States following 1995 Sailor Moon Super S, the movie Black Dream Hole, which was part of the original anime release. And unlike its predecessor, 2014 Sailor Moon Crystal, which debuted on streaming sites like Crunchyroll and Hulu, both films will instead premiere on, G- on Netflix in June 2021 for its first English release distribution. Speaking of Netflix, we have a new face entering the Regency London era of Bridgerton. The HollywoodReporter.com announced May 28th, The Man in the High Castle and charmed actor Rupert Evans joined the romantic drama as Edmund Bridgerton, the loving husband of Violet Bridgerton and father of their eight children. The site stated he's further described as an endlessly patient and kind father 
who takes a special pride in guiding his eldest son, Anthony, Jonathan Bailey, through life. Season two of the Shonda Rhimes drama will focus on Bailey's Anthony for the production already underway in London. Attention, Taylor Swift fans. The Hollywood Reporter website announced yesterday the singer is coming back to the silver screen for the role in David O. Russell's newest project. The site said the movie stars Margot Robbie, Christian Bale, John David Washington, with a massive cast that also includes Rami Malek, Zoe Saldana, Anna Taylor-Joy, Chris Rock, Mike Myers, Robert De Niro, Michael Shannon, and Timothy Oliphant. The new Regency project will see Russell direct from his own script, his first time in the director's seat since 2015's Joy, starring Jennifer Lawrence. Russell is producing with Matthew Budman. Plot details are being kept after wraps with the movie already having completed production in Los Angeles. 20th Century Studios will release the project, but has yet to set a date. Coming to Paramount Plus next week on June 10th, it moved from its original August 20th, August 7th, 2020 theatrical release date, is the sci-fi action film Infinite, starring Mark Wahlberg, Jason Manzoukas, Sophie Cookson, Chiwetel Ejiofor, Rupert Friend, Dylan O'Brien, and Toby Jones. In the film, based on D. Eric Macaran's 2009 novel, The Reincarnationist Papers, Evan McCauley learns that his hallucinations are actually visions from past lives. Now, despite the oddity of this past school year, it's that time of year again. Finals, graduation, school ending for the year, etc. So let's turn our attention to an iconic school set film whose famous quote, Oh, Captain, my captain, is used a lot in schools. And it's frequently shown to fraternity members during leadership seminars. It's the 1989 drama Dead Poets Society, which turns 32 school semesters old today, starring Robin Williams, Robert Sean Leonard, and Ethan Hawke. Set in 1959, it tells of teacher John Keaton, who uses poetry and unorthodox teaching methods to change the lives of his boarding school students. Although the film never actually got to the number one box office teaching spot at the box office, it still sold 95.8 million textbooks, I mean tickets, plus over 235 million textbooks worldwide. It was a box office success, getting an Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay. Did you know that director Peter Weir made his young leads bond room together in order so that they bond? And that River Phoenix really wanted to play Neil Perry, but the part ended up going to Sean, Robert Sean Leonard. The John Peden role was once intended for Dustin Hoffman, who would have directed this film as his film debut but then he withdrew from the project. It's been almost two years since the tragic passing of Descendant star Cameron Boyce. 
Yesterday, TheRap.com revealed the late actor's final film, Run, will open this fall in theaters. Also starring the talents of Nicole Elizabeth Berger, Armies Knight, Jason Patrick, and Cyrus Arnold, the film centers on a group of misguided and overlooked teenagers, with boys playing a teen who takes a stand after a devastating incident. Bark! Bark! Paw Patrol Motopups, the 27th Paw Patrol DVD release, zooms to DVD this week. The motorcycle stunt show comes to Adventure Bay, bringing renowned stunt cyclist Wildcat, as well as the troublemaking Rough Rough Pack. Wildcat joins the Paw Patrol to help stop the baddies from trashing the town. Then the Motopups use their tricks to rescue Mayor Goodway, wrangle a giant runaway donuts, and save Chase. Also on DVD this week is writer-producer restaurateur Eddie Huang's directorial debut, the March 5th drama Boogie, starring Taylor Page, the late Pop Smoke, Taylor Takahashi, and Perry Young. The coming-of-age story centers on Alfred Boogie Chin, a basketball phenomenon in Queens, New York, who dreams of one day being in the NBA. While his parents insist he earn a scholarship to an elite college, he must find a way to navigate the weight of expectation, high school, a new girlfriend, and on-court foes. Finally, Benedict Cumberbatch's suspense spy flick, The Courier, also starring Rachel Brosnan, Angus Wright, David Bark Jones, and Anton Lester, which made... Three five point nine million is out is on DVD. The March nineteenth release recounts the true tale of British businessman Grayville Wynn, who was recruited into one of the greatest international fights in history. At the request of a CIA operative and the UK's MI six, he forms a dangerous secret bond with Soviet officer. Oleg Penotovsky in order to get crucial information needed to prevent a nuclear confrontation. That's all for this week, folks. Join me next week as In the Heights finally dances to theater along with a certain rabbit starring sequel. Eh, what's up, Doc? Uh, no bugs. I'm not talking about you. Besides, you don't open on theater courts until next month. Plus, we go back into 1999, when a certain Johnny Depp starring film made audiences watch their heads. Until next week, my minions, stay safe and watch lots of movies and DVDs. Bye!